Welcome to Zikr Daf Siman Member by Avram Goldhar and Dear Mesecha Sota Daf Membeis, beginning the eighth parak Meshulch Mochama. The Zikr Mesecha Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hazachas Torah. So the few tops we're going to focus on. Number one, the eighth parak begins by describing the words spoken to the nation by the Meshulch Mochama before going to battle, which were in Lashon Kodesh. He told them they were heading to war al oivechem against your enemies, meaning and not against your brothers. Well, Yehuda al-Shimon, well, Shimon al-Binyamin. This is not Yehuda against Shimon, nor Shimon against Binyamin. That if you fall into their hands, they will mercy on you as you find in the aftermath of Pekach ben Ramahaliyahu's victory over Achaz, that the captives were clothed, fed, cared for, and returned home. Rather, you're going to war against your enemies. That if you fall into their hands, they will not have mercy on you. The Meshulam makes four exhortations not to be afraid, and the mission explains he referred to four practices their enemies would do to frighten them. He concludes with the Pasuk, declaring that Kush Baruch goes with them, saying, They come with the strength of flesh and blood, but you come with the strength of Hashem. He gives us examples of the victories against the warriors Goliath and Shovach. Pointing it to Rabbi Yochanan Darshan's name Galias as saying, Sha'amad Begilyu Panim with Nekajbaru, that he stood brazenly before Kajbaru when he said, Bruachem Ish Vyered Alai, choose for yourselves a man, and let him come down to me, by which he meant Hashem, who's called an Ish Mohama, a man of war. Akash Baruch responded, Harini Mapila Yide Ben Ish, I'll hereby fell him through a son of man, meaning a young man, which is how David is described. Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Mir, Piva in three places, the mouth of that wicked one, meaning Goliath, ensnared him. Aside from saying, Bruachem Ish, as we just mentioned, he also said, Vyered Alai, and he will come down to me, implying David would come upon him and vanquish him. And he said, If you will succeed in battle against me and smite me, implying Dabu would smite him. And pointing with you, the Gemara explains why the four warriors, Saf, Madun, Goliath, and Yishbi, fell before David. The Pasuk says, Betishak Arpa Rus Dav Kaba. And Orpa, and Orpa kissed her mother in law, but Rus cleaved to her. Rabbi Yitzhak said, Hashem said, Let the sons of the one who was kissed, meaning Orpa, come and fall in the hand of the sons of the one who cleaved, referring to Rus. Rav Darshan the Arpa merited for these four warriors to descend from her in reward for the four tears she shed when parting from Naomi. As it says, And they wept again, indicating it was a second weeping with a tear falling from each eye. The Pasuk describes Goliath's spear as Chaitzchaniso, the shaft of his spear, but it's written as Eitz, the wood. Rabbi Lazar explained, We have not yet reached half, Chetzi, the praise of that wicked one, Goliath. For here we see that it's forbidden to relate the praises of the wicked. As to why any praises are described, that is, to inform of the praise of David, who was prepared to fight this great warrior. So once again, the three points are, number one, the eighth parak begins by describing the words spoken to the nation by the Meshulch Mohama before going to battle, which were in Lashon HaKodesh. He told them they were heading to war against your enemies, meaning and not against your brothers. Well, Yehuda al-Shimon, well, Shimon al-Binyamin. This is not Yehuda against Shimon, nor Shimon against Binyamin. That if you fall into their hands, they will mercy on you as you find in the aftermath of Pekach ben Ramahaliyahu's victory over Achaz, that the captives were clothed, fed, cared for, and returned home. Rather, you're going to war against your enemies. That if you fall into their hands, they will not have mercy on you.
The Meshumah Chambah makes four exhortations not to be afraid, and the mission explains he referred to four practices their enemies would do to frighten them. He concludes with the Pasuk, declaring that Kush Baruch Hu goes with him, saying, They come with the strength of flesh and blood, but you come with the strength of Hashem. He gives us examples of the victories against the warriors Goliath and Shovach. Point number two, Rabbi Yochanan Darshan's name Galias as saying, Sha'amad Begilu Panimuth that he stood brazenly before Gajbarhu when he said, Bruachem Ish Vyered Alai, choose for yourselves a man and let him come down to me, by which he meant Hashem, who's called an Ish Mohammed, a man of war. Gosh Baruch Hu responded, ben ish. I'll hereby fell him through a son of man, meaning a young man, which is how David is described. Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Meir, In three places, the mouth of that wicked one, meaning Goliath, ensnared him. Aside from saying, ish, as we just mentioned, he also said, And he will come down to me, implying David would come upon him and vanquish him. And he said, If you will succeed in battle against me and smite me, implying Dabu would smite him. And point number three, the Gemara explains why the four warriors, Saf, Madun, Goliath, and Yishbi, fell before David. The Pasuk says, And Orpa, and Orpa kissed her mother-in-law, but Rus cleaved to her. Rav Yitzhak said, Hashem said, Let the sons of the one who was kissed, meaning Orpa, come and fall in the hand of the sons of the one who cleaved, referring to Rus. Rav Darshan the Arpa merited for these four warriors to descend from her in reward for the four tears she shed when parting from Naomi. As it says, And they wept again, indicating it was a second weeping with a tear falling from each eye. The Pasuk describes Goliath's spear as Chaniso, the shaft of his spear, but it's written as Eitz, the wood. Rabbi Lazar explained, We have not yet reached half, Chetzi, the praise of that wicked one, Goliath. For here we see that it's forbidden to relate the praises of the wicked. As to why any praises are described, that is, to inform of the praise of David, who was prepared to fight this great warrior. All right, so now we go to our Simmer.Mem base, and our standard Simmon is a mobster. A mobster. So here goes. The mobster in the red pinstripe suit giving a pep talk to his men, who were about to go out and fight with another crime family, was shocked when his brazen giant fighter got felled by a young man who killed four warriors, all descendants of a woman who cried for tears. Once again, it's emotion. The mobster, mobster, that must have been more Membes. The mobster in the red pinstripe suit giving a pep talk to his men were about to go out and fight with another crime family, which reminds us, the eighth period begins by describing the words spoken to the nation by the Meshul of Muhammad before going to battle, which were in Lashon HaKodesh. He told them they were heading to war against your enemies, meaning not against your brothers, that if you fall into their hands, they'll have mercy on you. Rather, you're going to war against your enemies, that if you fall into their hands, they will not have mercy on you. So the mobster in the red pinstripe suit giving a pep talk to his men were about to go out and fight with another crime family was shocked when his brazen giant fighter got felled by a young man, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan Darshan's the name Galias is saying, They stood brazenly before Gajbarhu when he said, Choose for yourselves a man and let him come down to me, by which he meant Hashem, who's called an Ish Mohammed, a man of war. Akash Baruch responded, I'll hereby fell him through a son of man, meaning a young man, which is how David is described. So the mobster in the red pinstripe suit, giving a pep talk to his men, were about to go out and fight with another crime family, was shocked when his brazen giant fighter got felled by a young man who killed four warriors, all descendants of a woman who cried 
four tears, which reminds us, the Gemara explains why the four warriors, Saf, Madun, Galias, and Yishbi, fell before David. The Pasuk says, Vatishak Arpa Lechamos of Arus Kaba, and Arpa kissed her mother-in-law, but Rus cleaved to her. Rav Yitzhak said, Baruch said, Let the sons of the one who was kissed, meaning Arpa, come and fall in the hand of the sons of the one who cleaved, referring to Rus. Rav Adarshan, the Arpa merited for these four warriors to descend from her in reward for the four tears she shed when parting from Naomi. So once again, the mobster in the red pinstripe suit giving a pep talk to his men, were about to go out and fight with another crime family, was shot when his brazen giant fighter got felled by a young man who killed four warriors, all descendants of a woman who cried four tears. All right, so now it's time to go to our four brought back Chazar. Daf So the simmer Daf Ches is a Devarach, a liquid, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. The man who was shaken by hearing the Birkos Ghanim in the Mikdash with the Shem HaMaforash did not accept the red bowl of chicken soup. Red bowl of chicken soup? That must be one of the chicken soup. The man who was shaken by hearing Birkos Ghanim in the Mikdash with the Shem HaMaforash, which reminds us, the next mission brings differences between how Birkos Ghanim was said in the Mikdash versus in the Medina. One of the differences being that inside the Mikdash it was said with the Shem HaMaforash. So the man who was shaken by hearing Birkas Ghanim in the Mikdash with the Shem HaMaforash did not accept the red bowl of chicken soup from the insincere miser who told him, eat and drink. Which reminds us, Rabbi Shubin Levi said that anyone who benefits from a miser transgresses a love. As it says, do not eat the bread of a miser because he's like one whose soul is embittered. Eat and drink, he'll tell you, but his heart is not with you. So the man who was shaken by hearing Birchaz Gohanim in the Migdash with the Shem HaMaforash did not accept the red bowl of chicken soup from the insincere miser who told him, eat and drink, while voluntarily standing behind the al congregation as they said, Birchaz Gohanim. Which reminds us, the Gemara discusses that people standing behind the Gohanim are not included in the bracha because they must face Gohanim to receive the bracha. But this does not refer to those working in the field who are forced by their work not to attend, but rather to those who are not forced to do so, but do not value the bracha enough to change position. Daf Ramates. So the simon Daf Ramates is a letter, and we often use a mailman in the simon. So here goes. The mailman holding the red letter. Mailman letter? That must mean we're in Daf Ramates. The mailman holding the red letter waited in silence as the Torah was read, which reminds us it was taught that one may not speak once the Sefer Torah has been opened. So the mailman holding the red letter waited in silence as the Torah was read, and then ran over to the very old sage who always said the bracha before reciting Birkos Kohanim, which reminds us the Gemara brings the bracha and feels of the Kohanim during Birkos Kohanim and relates that Rabbi Zeb and Shemuz Talmidim asked him how he merited a long life, and among his answers was that he never raised his hands for Birkos Kohanim without first reciting the bracha. So the mailman holding the red letter waited in silence as the Torah was read, and then ran over to the very old sage who always said the bracha before reciting Birkos Kohanim and handed him the note about the Birkos Kohanim sequence, which reminds us the Gemara brings a series of seven halachas of Birkos Kohanim in which the next step cannot proceed before the previous one is completed. Daf Mem. So the similar Daf Mem is a swimming pool, and often we use a swimming instructor. So here goes. The humble swim instructor. Swim instructor? That must be more Daf Mem. Mine. Pool. The humble swim instructor, who didn't mind when his assistant gave different instructions to the class on how to swim across the red water, which reminds us Rabbi Avo commented, originally I would have said that I'm a nanav, until witnessing the humility of Rabbi Avi Avako. Rabbi Avi was delivering a shir and gave one explanation to his speaker, whose role was to repeat the shir loudly to the audience, who instantly said aloud a different explanation to the audience, and Rabbi Avi did not take offense. 
So the humble swim instructor, who didn't mind when his assistant gave different instructions to the class on how to swim across the red water and turn his back on him to face the students, which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzchak said, The awe of a congregation should always be upon you, for we find the Kohanim's faces are towards the people during Birchus Kohanim, and their backs are towards the Shekhinah. So the humble swimmer Sartu didn't mind when his assistant gave different instructions to the class on how to swim across the red water and turned his back on him to face the students, had the children pass from one to another, the how to be a good swim buddy sign, which he then read aloud for all to hear, which reminds us, the next mission describes the Kriya of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the base of Migdash. The Chazan, meaning the Shamash of the synagogue near the base of Migdash, took the Sefer Torah and handed it to the head, meaning the Gabai, of the synagogue, who handed it to the skunk Kongado, who in turn handed it to the Kongado. The Kongado then read the Parsha in the Torah detailing the Avodah of Yom Kippur, as well as a nearby Parsha discussing the prohibition against Malacha or eating on Yom Kippur. Then, because the final Parsha is too far away to roll the Torah too, he read that by heart. Daf Memov, so the simmer Daf Memov is a grandma, so here goes. The proud grandma, proud grandma, that must be on Daf Memov. The proud grandma with the red walker cavelling over her grandson, the king, when he decreed a Torah, even though he was a descendant of a foreigner, which reminds us, the next mission describes the myths of Hakel and relates that when King Agrippas reached the Pasuk, you shall not place a foreigner over you to be a king, Zalga of the most. His eyes flowed with tears because as a descendant of the slave Herod, he was disqualified from being king. The people said to him, Do not fear, Agrippas, you are a brother, you are a brother. The Gemara says they deserve destruction for this flattery of Agrippas. So, the proud grandma with a red walker cavelling over her grandson, the king, when he did Korea Satori, even though he was a descendant of a foreigner, told the Russia standing next to her, who flattered her, saying that seeing her face is like seeing the face of an angel, which reminds her, you of the West, is permitted to flatter the wicked in this world because it says regarding the times of Mashiach that it will not be permitted. Rishakish gave a source from Yaakov's statement to Esau, I've seen your face, which is like seeing the face of an angel, and you were appeased by me. We see then the Yaakov flattered Esav. Rabbi Levi gave a different interpretation of Yaakov's intent. So the proud grandma with a red walker cavelling over her grandson, the king, when he did Kriya Satori, even though he was a descendant of a foreigner, told the Russia standing next to her who flattered her, saying that seeing her face is like seeing the face of an angel, that he's going to fall into her grandson's hands and ultimately go to Gehenna, which reminds us, Rabbi made several statements about a person who possesses the trait of flattery. Anyone who has in him the trait of flattery brings anger to the world, and he's noful but Gehenna, he falls into Gehenna. He had a one who flatters his fellow ultimately falls into his hand. He concluded that even if he does not fall into his hand, he'll fall into his son's hand, or at least the hand of his son's son. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which is about the humility of Rabbi Abba Avaku, who didn't mind when his speaker gave a different explanation to his shira? That's on Duff. Ma'am. Good. Number two, which stuff do we have different interpretations in what Yaakov Avinu intended when he said to Esau that seeing his face was like seeing the face of an angel? That's on Duff. Ma'am. Good. Number three. Which of the learned that Rebbe Lazar ben Shemua said he merited a long life in part because he never began Birchaz Kohanim without first reciting the bracha? That's on Dav. Lamates. Good. Number four. Which of the learned what the Meshulach Muhammad said to the nation before they went to war? That's on Dav. Membeis. Good. Number five. 
which of the one the ema of the tzibur should be upon a person, for we find that the Kohanim turned their back on the Shechina when blessing the people. That's on Dav. Ma'am. Good number six. Which stuff to be the incident when King Agrippas cried when reading the Torah at Hakel? That's on Dav. Memov. Good number seven. Which of the one that one should not take food from a miser? That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which of the one that Arpa merited four warriors to descend from her in reward for the four tears she shed when parting from Naomi? That's on Dav. Membez. Good number nine. Which of the one how the Torah was passed to the Kongado and how he did Kriya on Yom Kippurim? That's on Dav. Mem. Good. Number 10. Which of the one how what Gaia said was turned against him? That's on Dav. Membez. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.